You're listening to the We Talk Nerd podcast, podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Andrew. And I'm Rob. And uh, there's quite a bit of stuff to go through this week, but we'll, we'll see what uh, games everybody's been playing and go from there. So, Rob, what's up? Man, I've been Man. playing some games that y'all wouldn't believe. Y'all. Y'all. Um, you ever heard of Octopath Traveler? I have. I've seen Toe play it. Me too. <laughs> so now me play it. Oh, you play it now. Okay. okay. Um, it, that scratched the nostalgic itch that I haven't had in quite some time. Um, it looks just like a old Final Fantasy game, but mm-hmm. it's called like 2D HD. And it's kind of at like a three-quarter perspective. And it is so beautiful. And I'm having fun with it. And I'll talk a little bit about it later. Um, okay. But yeah, that... Uh, no, that really got me. It kind of it reminds me of yeah. like Paper Mario or something in a way. Kind of, yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely some of that. There's some cool mechanics. Um, I'll I'll break those down a little bit later on. But that was um, yeah, Paper Mario is probably pretty fair uh, representation for kinda, it. It's kind of hard to watch though. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. Um, there's not a lot of action going on screen, but I tell you, what, when you're playing with that, you know, on the Switch and like you've got it handheld, it's really immersive especially like good headphones because the music is um is so good it's so good um i got back into the um the re-release of uh shadow of war so with the properly leveled uh orcish invaders so they're no longer coming in and uh waffle stomping me into the uh the grates of the uh of the fortress I was trying to, to <laughs> save. Because uh, no matter what, they find five level higher orcs to send in. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's pretty feed cool. feed them real money to uh, to be, defeat them, right? Yeah. yeah it, feels, it feels like the game, like, I should have had, you know. I wonder how the, the grind, though, at the end feels. Because the end is a grind. No, oh. I'm like 78% of my way through the. Uh, through that section so i don't think there's too much left yeah hopefully uh, next week i'm reporting on actual finish of the entire game um you know soup the nuts nice another finished game on the list for rob man Uh, that makes two crazy (laughs) (laughs) you can't we can't skip over that you played destiny 2 rob rob played destiny 2 that's right for maybe about eight minutes but he did not well how about that not well not well oh i did yeah (laughs) And and actually, there is something I'm extremely excited to talk about that I played because uh, we're like two weeks since the last show. Yeah, yeah. So there's two be. weeks of gaming. It's not like you can just be like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. I played two games and that's it. Yeah. Um, I also played, and I'm really excited to talk about this, and I don't want to spoil too much stuff, but um, I played Fallout the board game. Oh, yeah, nice. that. That nice. Yeah, and it's awesome. it's pretty sick. So. Uh, I got a review of that a little bit later on. Nice. And, you know, I got actually a lot of gaming in at a con that happened last week. And uh, I'll just wait because I think we're going to get into it. So We are. Should be. Andrew, yeah. what did you do last week? Interesting enough, I played a little bit of Destiny 2. I played World of Warcraft and Warframe. All time sinks. And no time for any of the <laughs> any other games like Switch or anything like that. So um enjoying a lot of Warframe. Because our our communities really rallied behind uh, the PC and PS4 clans, and they grew so much, and they're making their own dojos and and growing so much. So I, I want to help out as much as I can, and I, I really enjoyed Warframe Warframe a lot. Um, World of Warcraft because the pre patch came out, and it was a rough pre patch launch, 
I can say the least. Uh, we'll probably maybe talk a little about that later. What do you think, Brendan? Or no? Do we have that time for that at all? Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. If we do, yeah. And then, yeah, just making sure that uh, we have our raid teams ready for BFA. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, me? I've kind of been doing the same thing, minus the Destiny. But I kind of kind of feel the opposite about Warframe, but we'll talk about that in a little bit, too. But yeah, playing a lot of WoW. Been doing uh, some pre 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 patch stuff and now that pre patch came out we're in the pre expansion stuff they need a better name for pre patch yeah something <laughs> i don't know but, yeah uh, yeah a lot of a lot of wild stuff going on and yeah we did have we did get a raid in there so that was interesting so mm-hmm. yeah let's go ahead and we got quite a bit to talk about so let's go ahead and jump right in it and uh since i don't know anything about this wasn't there this is going to be a uh a uh Story time with Rob and Andrew, and I'm just gonna be like, mm-hmm, "Yep, sounds good." Sit oh. down, relax. <laughs> I'm gonna sit down, relax. Allow me to paint you a picture. There um, it is. Actually, I pasted a bunch of pictures. You pasted in a chat, bunch of so. pictures, so I feel like I was I was there. Yeah, so. I, I posted a 360 picture of Ninja, so he got to see it. So yeah, let's talk about it. Guardian Con, Tampa, Florida, the That's pinnacle right. of PC and PS4 and Switch gaming. Is, is that what it, they sold it as? I didn't know well, that. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to hype it up a little okay, bit. Okay, I got you, I got you. <laughs> Guardian Con, obviously Guardian Con, meaning Destiny 2. Um, it, it started out, I would think, I think it was like four or five years ago, right? It started because of Destiny 2. Yeah, it's always been Destiny. in smaller venues. So when it was mainly focused on Destiny, it was struggling to find a lot of, you know, an audience. Mm-hmm. And and when they opened it up to, you know, better games with more of a following, then didn't they, say that. they didn't were say able that. to get more people to show up. And it was reflected in this year's, because um, it's for charity. So they right. were actually able to to raise over $2.7 million uh, for St. Jude uh, Hospital, which, yeah, sounds like a lot of money. Can you guess how long they can run as an organization on that amount? Nope. One day. One day is the, the total is what it costs them to run. It's uh, two point four million dollars uh, every day to run St. Jude uh, Hospital. So, you know, they do so much for so many, and it's really great that uh, the, the gaming community is giving back. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. And it's because of the streamers that available to to meet and greet um, to. They did live streaming. They have hosts as well, like live hosts, and the whole the whole thing was live streamed. At least the main stage and a couple of uh, a couple other events. I think this year is obviously the best year. They had a better venue. Uh, they did a lot for obviously, like I said, the charity. Um, but again, like Rob said, is they got Ninja, they got Lupo, which is the two biggest streamers. I would say to date. Yeah. In Tampa. yeah, they had they had like a thousand plus people waiting in line, Absolutely. and they cut it off, and it was just <laughs> to go and meet, shake hands with Lupo and 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 uh, Ninja, and Ninja. sitting That's side right. by side. To be fair, you got to meet both of them at the same time. Absolutely, right. and he did it two days in a row. It's crazy. It's good times. But for yeah. what we were there for, at least me specifically, I'm a Destiny fanboy. What, what were you there for, Greedy? <laughs> Well, of course, uh, I, I never went to a Guardian Con before, so I never actually never been to a con before. So it's my first experience as a con. Um, when I heard that Bungie was going to be there with the new Gambit mode, just to display, of course, and try out, I was really interested. Um, with 
Rob, the amazing guy that waited in line for three hours for us to even see this and, and get our hands on it. Um, that was an event for me because we got to see, it was only two places where you can be, you can get your hands on this E3 and Tampa guardian con is get, get your hands on this mode before the release in forsaken. Um, we, how did, so, uh, how many, uh, burn, how many like put downs did, uh, Rob say over the course of this about destiny? <laughs> and, and you mean in line? Just in general. <laughs> out in loud general? to all the Destiny people uh, around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Andrew wouldn't know because, as he mentioned, I waited in line for three hours to play this mode. Uh, mm-hmm. Andrew, how long did you wait in line to play this I mode? I don't know. Maybe around uh, 45 minutes or something like that. Wow. But I, th- that's, yeah. why, that's why it gives so much respect for this guy. You know, <laughs> um, so thanks. It was, it was fine. So yeah. the way it worked out is um, my wife my wife has a, a crush on King Gathalion, and <laughs> she wanted to meet him. So she said, uh, how are we going to meet him at Guardian Con? And I thought, well, they've got regular tickets, so we bought those. And later on, I'm like, you know, I don't know if we'll be able to, like, I don't know how approachable they're going to be. So I went ahead and sprung for the VIP tickets. This is right. mainly for my wife, also for me to, like, go and check out what VIP has to do. <laughs> so... So I go on Friday, and uh, which is the first day of the con, and I'm by myself flying solo. Uh, Gambit is there in line. I didn't really care. I figured I'd just wait for Andrew to play on Saturday. So pretty much I said, all right, Saturday is my waiting in line day with Andrew, and we're going to sit there and tell jokes and have fun, and then we'll go in and play Gambit together. So I just got everything out of my, uh, and out of my system that first day. So I went looking around for, okay, where's, where's the streamers I want to meet? You know, some of the ones that are, you know, that showed up. So within maybe an hour, I had met four of my favorite streamers um, <laughs> with, uh, you know, Darkness429, uh, Eloheim, Gathalion, and um, I forgot. He must not be that famous <laughs> or that, that much of a favorite because I can't remember. <laughs> the other one. Um, but it was, it was really cool to, uh, to meet those guys and, and be able to talk with them. And actually, I'm going to give a shout out to Eloheim. He sat and talked with me for probably five, 10 minutes, just about going to Disney and, and we both lost our kid in the boneyard, <laughs> which is at animal kingdom. And we had, we had a great time just chatting about that. So, uh, super nice guys. Um, so I ended up spending like eight hours just doing stuff, watching things, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, that was on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. That was on, that was on Friday. And then Saturday, I just said, I'm going to go straight in and get in line and wait mm-hmm. for this gambit thing. And, um, that began my wait. <laughs> Sounds like everybody else had the same idea. Yes. Oh, everyone absolutely. else did. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. So I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about the. You know, I'd rather go through a little more structured. So do we just want to get into gambit mode now? Yeah. Let's talk about the big thing. Let's do it then. All right. So first of all, like it sucked. The experience. Oh, no, the experience. The experience <laughs> of of being there into an event where Bungie, like Bungie employees, are there to to explain it to you. And like Cosmo, that's what I meant to say. Cosmo, Cosmo. Well, Co- yeah, there was Not Cosmo, a streamer, Cosmo. But a nice guy. Yeah, and then um, uh, so they explained before we got into the event, they explained exactly what was going on. Uh, and I don't want to go into too much detail, but because it was long explanation, but getting into the game, um, four v four, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we were given a spot, uh, you know, a build. We didn't get to choose our classes. 
Um, they were set. You can't change anything in your classes. I specifically got a Void Dancer you Hunter. You at the Hunter? I, I stopped at the Hunter because I, I so, made sure I got the Hunter. Yeah, yes. so they, they were like, here's your four classes. And you walk in, in order, and you go to your, your station. Andrew stopped early. <laughs> I stopped early. <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I walked to my station, which was the Warlock, which in this particular role is just like a buff healer guy. And that's really all I got to do. Other than get totally owned because uh, I don't play Destiny nearly enough. Buff heals. There yeah, was also heels. the Titan. Uh, I guess we, we would call that a Striker Titan, but it was the Superman Titan uh, Super. And then there was an, another Warlock of the same class. Mm-hmm. So it was it was on the other side. I think I assume that they had the same. I don't really know. Um, but getting, getting into it, you know, they started right away. Uh, I would say... Like first, you're thinking, okay, well, we have no idea what kind of kind of strategy you're going for. That is either to collect moats, or, or basically go on the other side. And... Let's talk in kind of a high level thing with this. What this thing is. Okay, because, sure. Because I think what you're trying to do is think of it as like kind of a MOBA, in in some ways. Like you're kind of farming for for materials, and then you bank them, and as you bank them you end up unlocking stuff. So eventually what happens is you end up unlocking a boss that you need to to shoot down. But as you're going through, it you can also be uh sending, you know, enemies to the other team or you can be um you know, allowing for this thing called invasion mode, which Andrew will talk about, I'm sure. And uh or part. you can just be yeah, or you can just send um what what was the other thing you could bank for? Oh, uh blockers. So yes, you got the blocker enemies, you got the invasion, and then you had the prime evil at the end, which is basically you once you bank enough, you summon a boss, you fire him down. If you're the first one that fires him down, you win the you game. You win that round. Yeah, you win that round. It's best yeah, two out round. of three. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some there's some very specific things about the moats and how you how you bank them. Um is like it's five, ten, and fifteen. If you bank five, you send you send a smaller blocker, and each blocker, by the way, will will retract the other side's bank until, of course, they kill the blocker and then the bank comes back up so that they can distribute or they can bank some moats. So obviously, will delay them from getting further and further into summoning their um, their primeval. So with the moats, if you die with the moats, you lose the moats. They're gone. If you, if the, and to get moats, you're killing enemies. And if when you're killing enemies, a moat drops, they are on the floor for a specific amount of time, and they disappear. So you just have to get them. But Andrew, um, how are AI bots gonna make me die? I'm totally invincible in Destiny. You're not. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> what you so what I was trying to get you to talk about was the invasion part. Oh, absolutely. So in specific parts of, uh, if you I think it's twenty five, fifty, and seventy five mm-hmm. moats, you open a gate on your side. So that one person on your side, the invader, will go into the other side's um, area and then try to kill them. Now they cannot; they don't. They don't see you on the radar, but you see all of them. You are they. They are flagged on your screen. You can see exactly where they are. You go toward them. You'll have a specific amount of time to try and kill them. Obviously, I picked the warlock, the void dancer, for this specific reason because. 
that's that class you can go instantly invisible as you start your super and you can just sneak up on them and then you can slash them with one hit and they're 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 dead uh, i i wiped i wiped the whole team one time and that felt i haven't felt that like amazing experience and like since like trials d1 that's how that's how good it felt um yeah. and of course you get sent back then you're on the you're on the the path of collecting notes again to get that prime evil um now a very interesting point and then rob if you want to touch, touch on this when the prime evil oh, is I got up, stuff to say go ahead go for it oh no no go ahead <laughs> so when the prime when you summon your prime evil and during the invasion at the same time so a prime when your prime evil when your prime evil is up or sorry when their prime evil is up the other side your gate opens it's consistently open it's constantly open so that you can send an invader through and then try to interrupt um, them trying to kill their primeval first. If you do kill a person on the other side while their primeval is up, it restores HP to that boss. So you can you can just keep killing it and, and try to prolong it until your side tries uh, defeats the primeval first. So I'm going to speak in Brandon words right now. That's so crazy. imagine you were raiding in WoW, uh-huh. and like you're like the alliance, and like let's say the horde could send like one guy in, and for everyone he killed, like it would add health back to your raid boss you're trying to kill. Yep. Like it was so disruptive and it just like totally threw us off because we're like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Like people are getting gunned down. Yep. And then Andrew was that guy for the other team. So it it was, that was, that added a lot of chaos to it. And you got to be on your toes the whole time. So even as a, you know, probably the biggest Destiny 2 fan on this podcast, um, I would probably probably say that I, I, have had more fun with that session of Gambit than I had with anything else about the game. The entire, the entire that's saying something. That's out. saying something, though. Yeah. But is it enough? Well, that's what I want to get into next because you know we talked about some of the dynamics, and you know if we get any questions from chat, more than happy to talk about you know what our experience was, or maybe to answer some questions. But I feel like you know you know when you're playing like Rainbow Six Siege and you see like just a group of people with like the same name tag in front Uh and you're like, Oh, this is a clan I'm up against. I feel like you have to have that good communication. And if you don't in this, you're at a severe disadvantage. Like if you're in a pickup group, you're already down like quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Either there's going to be matchmaking for this. We don't know, by the way, either there's going to be matchmaking for this event, or it's going to be like trials where you have to have a pre-made group to enter. I don't know which one they're going to do. I, I assume they're going to do both for this because this mode, everyone should be able to do it. Yep. Now, the end, see it. The second biggest thing that people wanted to talk about was the bow. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the bow? Destiny's got a bow now. It, it has does. a bow now. A bow. Yeah. Go for it. I didn't try uh, it. It's a bow. I didn't like it. What it is, is it's like a precision weapon at mi- like close to medium range is what I felt like. So I don't really think you can. I, I mean, I guess you could snipe with it, but it's got like a bullet drop, like very pronounced as the arrow goes out. But it's super powerful. So if it hits someone, you know, they're, you know, you could drop dead. them pretty quick, yeah. especially with a headshot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found it very underwhelming considered, considering there was the next big thing that people need to know about but maybe didn't know is that the Titan can actually go like straight on Superman 
and like fly with the like it's with his arms extended and just like crash into the ground and like just it's like a meteor went off yeah like right in the group that he he lands on it's that it to me is one of the best feeling or best looking aspects of this new expansion you wouldn't see it coming too it's just like no, oh there's there so he fast. is <laughs> it's just all of a sudden it's like dude with like his arms outstretched like smashing in the ground in front of you and you're just dead hmm. you're dead yeah yeah so there's a couple of new supers. I we mentioned the Superman uh Titan, we mentioned the Void Dancer, which is basically your stealther. Yeah, and so the Void Dancer one I just wanted to talk about it. So for the hunter, um you do go invisible, so that's kind of cool. You go almost like predator invisible, like you're kind of yeah. like this ripply effect. But as you're going through and like slicing, because it's just like these like these blades and you're just like swinging them around, um, is like you're like doing like cartwheels and like somersaults and stuff and like kind of ballerina your way around. And it actually looks really, really cool. Like, I don't know how they get it to look as unique as they do because it really did look very, um, it, it looked so unique when I, when I saw it happen. I couldn't really believe it. I was like, for me, that was just repetition. True. For me, that, that seems like the new PvP for me, like just playing that class right mm-hmm. there. Uh, there was the Warlock one. You want to describe yeah. that a bit? <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's completely not for it, PvP. It, yeah. <laughs> It's like all your friends like get to do something awesome and then you're <laughs> you're kind of stuck like so basically I got to throw my stick in the ground and when that happened um it made this little bubble in which people could stand in and get heals but it didn't seem to help anything because if you as soon as you moved out of it like nothing really happened it yeah. wouldn't it would help a little bit of damage it's going to be great for like PvE but in PvP I was totally at a disadvantage um especially against like someone would come in and like it was on cooldown i'm just like a normal dude with a gun and they're just coming in void dancing their way over me or supermaning <laughs> in my face and i'm just like what am i supposed to do so um i tried to just be you know backup heels try to keep the bank clear you know that was my, that was my role um i don't know why andrew uh lost us those two games but uh we did not win the uh, we won one game we did <laughs> i got a feeling that that was gifted so that we'd go to game three. Uh, there was a strategy for people online that was, uh, if you lose won the second game on yeah, purpose, lose, you lose the game, second game on purpose, so, so you, can, you play can play a little, a little longer. longer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, smart, smart. Yep. So they had a um, they had a championship go. They had a uh, you know Bungie uh, community leaders and developers, and then they had the community play, and um, and that happened on Friday night. It was uh, pretty cool. A lot of fun. Um, uh, Mr. Fruit, a very popular streamer, uh, like did like four headshots in a row with the pulse rifle that even I, as the biggest Destiny 2 fan on this podcast, thought was pretty impressive. So <laughs> I was excited to to see that. Um, but ultimately, I think it's pretty telling that the people that won were the Bungie developers uh, who have, you know, come in with all their meta knowledge and min-maxing and uh, <laughs> already knew how to do it. So... Just explain so, something oh, in chat where we got a question uh, asked, in chat. Let's yeah. just take it up. Yeah. Were you able to change your classes to experience different supers or just play one game? Yeah, we were locked. Uh we were locked into um the particular class and the subclass. So I could not change out of mine. I could change my loadouts. And that was kind of cool. Andrew, I don't know if you changed much, um, but I was able to swap some things around and uh I didn't go too far into it because I really liked that pulse rifle I had. I used uh, an auto rifle for my primary, and I used a sniper for my secondary, which I, I really wanted. Uh, that was that's that was my bread and butter for D one, and then I had a tracking rocket for my my heavy. 
Um, that, of course, you can all change that around if you'd like. Mm -hmm. But the idea is that I wanted my sniper, and that felt so good in my secondary slot. I'll just say that. Yeah, so um, we were 400 light level, and mm -hmm. yeah, it, it was it was all pretty nice. We were we were geared up. Fantastic. So anything though. else you want to talk about that before we move on to? No, I think we covered everything. Game? Honestly, I think we covered everything. Of course, like I like I said before, if we have more questions about Gambit, we'd love to answer them in the Discord as much as possible. I mean, just just mm -hmm. at we talk nerd hosts, and that's all three of us. And then just we'll talk about it. Yep. And uh, if you're in the tower or, or you frequent there, I put up a couple pictures. So feel free, you know, and go and, and check those on out. But feel uh, free to ignore those. Feel free to ignore <laughs> no. those, like oh, no. everyone else is doing. Uh, <laughs> you can at Frohand me, and I'll uh, I'll I'll put them back up if you guys can't see them. Um, awesome. So uh, yeah. So there was. So it wasn't just all Destiny, and and I think that was one of the misconceptions about Guardian Con. Uh, there was a pretty heavy uh, Warframe presence. Yes. And they actually brought out a unique fighting or unique mode I've never seen before called Frame Fighter. Have you ever heard of this? Nope. So basically, <laughs> it's like Street Fighter, but you're you're using like Warframe uh, characters on either side. And it was uh, kind of kind of impressive looking. Like it was it was fast, you know, but it was uh, yeah. Basically, you would just play as a particular frame and just have a, a series of different moves and everything. But the fact that they're able to add that on as like another, you know, gameplay style, I thought was pretty unique. They mm -hmm. also had the nicest lounge. So they, they had like a, a lot yeah. of like plush chairs that kick back in and, you know, hang out. So I, actually, pretty... I think someone, someone in the, in the community also, uh, they went to guardian con and they sat there for a while, and they they played Frame Fighter. And they talked to some of the community people, and they were given free platinum, like oh. in for for the game and everything, just for hanging out, talking to them, playing the game, giving some feedback and stuff. So, I mean, of course, I, I think Warframe just does does everything, at least the community thing, right? Because it seemed very comfy there as well. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the draw that Gambit was, but. You know, Digital Extremes, they're, you know, they, they have a, a solid product, a very good game, you know, may not be for everyone, but, you know, they were there to support. And they actually made a, a $50,000 donation on top of everything else they did for the con uh, directly to the uh, fundraising. So, wow. Uh, really nice uh, folks. And, you know, you can't say enough about that, mm -hmm. but we have. So uh, <laughs> the next game that I, uh, that Skip I skipped right over, or do you want to? <laughs> Well, I, I, do you have anything else on Warframe you want to talk about? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm actually interested in what you're going to say about Realm, Realm Royale. Yes, Realm Royale. So I actually was one of the ten people in the, in the audience for the, uh, <laughs> uh, for the uh, charity drive on the Realm Royale, uh, where King Gathalian and, um, oh, who was it? Darkness uh, were up there playing um, and uh, trying to uh, win in a duos. So Realm Royale is a is a battle royale game, you know, like anything else. Um, but it's kind of unique in that it almost looks like a World of Warcraft battle mm -hmm. royale. Like you've got mounts and you've got like, you know, old time like hunter guns and swords and axes and different things. It's very interesting looking. It's interesting looking. I think it plays pretty fast. Um, I'm kind of interested to check it out. And uh, I was able to check it out there. Um, the lines were... They they just made it wide open. So they had their their section, and what they did is they set up like ten PCs, sit down and play, 
you know, there was no line, no queue, anything like that. It was just like, just sit behind some people. As soon as they're done with their game, you know, you go in next and, and you start playing. So they were promoting their new season where they've got some new gear and different things that go in. Um, I was surprised at just how polished this game looks for being such a new release. And there's already some strats out there. I just can't believe like King of Thalion, He's such, besides being like kind of the face of destiny on Twitch, he's also such a good gamer just in general. So he was able to do some movement stuff that I just couldn't believe. Like he was on a, on a mount and he would jump and then he would like rock it up in the air with his like charge move. And then he would use like another warrior ability to like cover even more ground. So uh, there's, there's some strats in the game that people can take advantage of if they're, you know, if they're crafty. No, yeah, definitely about, about the, um, the, the realm Royale, the difference when he says abilities, like in classes, that's the mm-hmm. whole difference between different BRs and this. Yeah. BR. That's a big difference. Yeah. So they got warrior assassin, um, wizards. And what, what was the other one? Oh, I don't like, know. It might just be those three. But yeah. It's a free-to-play game. So if you're interested in, in Battle Royales, I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't check it out. Yeah, just check it out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. It's yeah. the hotness. Yeah, and they've got some, uh, you know, if you if you want to, you know, if you're into it, they had some uh, new season stuff where they had some uh, gear where it basically looked like dino armor. Like they had like uh, red scaly leather with uh, like stegosaurus uh, spikes sticking out of the back. It was pretty cool. And apparently it was kind of unique for... Uh, just them to have it. It was uh, kind of kicking that off. Hmm. So you another, any, yeah. Oh, go you ahead. See any other main stage stuff? Oh yeah, I saw a ton of stuff. So, uh, so in addition, so Warframe was on there. Uh, Dauntless. We, you know, you and I watched that for just right. a, a brief little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'll get into a little bit of the other stuff that was going on. Um, you know, Ninja had that Fortnite. Um, I did not watch it, but he had a like a Fortnite run where as people would donate they could take away abilities for him so like if you donated a certain amount he would drop all of his guns <laughs> if you donate a certain amount he wouldn't be able to build anymore so at the end of the game he's got bandages and a pickaxe and he's trying to beat the game and he actually placed top 10 on that wow it was That's absolutely amazing. insane yeah so i mean accidentally he's an amazing player so i've got all the respect in the world for ninja um he so there was a meet and greet session there um, where you, you know, for free, cause most cons you got to pay Do you want to go meet like someone famous or whoever, you know, you pay some amount and you go get in line you wait and you shake their hand, you get something signed and you're gone in a couple seconds. Yeah. Ninja for three hours each day. So that's six hours total over a two day, over a two day period, uh, sat at a table right next to Lupo and met with like a thousand people in line. And everybody came by to like, you know, there was, there were so many kids in line with that dyed blue hair, right? You know, just, you know, going up to meet them. And he was in there shaking their hand, signing whatever they wanted signed, talking with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure they had their, their stuff, but when you've got that kind of devotion to your fans, like I, I I'll be honest, I could kind of, you know, I don't really care too much about Ninja. Like I didn't get in line to go shake his hand or anything, but I'm impressed at, his desire to you know be there for the be community. that role model right he's there right. for the community he raised funds for guardian con he devoted an entire uh, entire stream to it and raised over three hundred fifty thousand dollars on his own i mean it's oh, wow. the character of the guy is you know in my mind um uh, i'm more of a fan of his after this than i was before before i just thought he was an amazing uh player of Fortnite. but I, I think the, maybe 
I totally agree with that. For the for the Destiny people, I saw Datto, and he was meeting with a bunch of people. I, mm-hmm. I I just read today on Destiny the subreddit, Destiny game subreddit, that he's like the superstar of that because he he met with them, talked with them even more, and then like he didn't they didn't have I don't think he had a session. He just went out on the floor and started meeting with people. Uh, same he had with a, like, he had a session, but it was uh, like not scheduled at the same times as the others. Right, and then also with uh, my name is Bife was there as well. So there's a, a bunch of other Destiny streamers that would very very cool. I didn't mm-hmm. get to meet any of them, but I obviously saw them around and everything. So I didn't want to yep. wait in line. So I mentioned that my wife really wanted to meet King Gathalian, mm-hmm. and she, you know, so we both showed up on Saturday, and uh, she was uh, like getting checked in or something. So her whole purpose for going to this thing was to meet King Italian and just say, hey, I really like your stream and we should go to Disney and drink sometime. <laughs> so we thought, okay, it's going to be like hours. We got to find the right time to go do this. Uh, she ended up meeting him on the way into the con, <laughs> getting a picture with him, having a conversation with him. And then once she got in and found me again, she was like, I'm, I'm kind of ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> so... She was kind enough to highlight Andrew's spot in line Thank for you. Gambit. Um, but yeah, she, uh, yeah, shout, shout outs to, <laughs> to Mrs. Froham. Yep. Um, you know, going in and, uh, you know, being focused on the prize and getting that. Uh, she also got some pictures with uh, Darkness, uh, super nice guy. Uh, he was uh, really, really, um, he was actually the first person I met. And I wasn't quite sure what to say because I'm, you know, I'm older than any of them. I'm like, hey, Timmy, what's up, man? Yeah, what am I supposed to say? So I was just like, well, I, li- I really like your stream. Um, and my wife does too. Anything nice to say. So then I'm like, oh man, I'm being such a nerd around these guys. Then I see Goth, right? Like King Goth. And I'm like, oh, all right, well, let me, like, he's right there. I'm going to go say hi and go shake his hand. So I walk up to him, my hand outreach, like shake his hand. And he like he gives brushes my hand away and like just hug me. Yeah, he, he he's a hugger. Like, he just like, yeah, hugger. he just like wrapped his arms. It was like, I thought I was going to get passionate, like right then and there. Like it was amazing. <laughs> so, you know, he made me feel so welcome. And and that tells you like what kind of person he is too. You know, he's definitely all about the fans. And, you know, that for me was something I'm you know going to always take away from this particular, you know, Guardian Con. And um, I, I talk about him all the time. I don't know if you guys ever watch him. He's on really early in the morning, but Eloheim, um, you know, he's kind of a streamer that a lot of other people, uh, look up to like they got him into it because he's been streaming for like six years like he was there like when twitch first started and uh you know I, I, the line wasn't too long for him sadly i think if people really knew him knew what a nice guy he was um, but he and i got a chance to talk and everything and it was it was really cool and it's really nice seeing you know tampa folks uh being out there and you know kind of representing i'm surprised at just how much twitch streamers with like big viewer counts are here in the oh, Bay yeah. area and they moved some of them moved here too so yeah uh, that's to say anything about tampa mm-hmm. all right man guardian con there's a lot yeah. of stuff here because we still got more to talk did about you, yeah. like, did you guys tell anybody about the podcast though you'd like hey yeah. come check the podcast out We're talking i about did it. rock my pixel pub t-shirt the entire day you know how many people asked me about it none no one none. not a one <laughs> Uh, but we did we did and, see some good we did some see some great pictures of some other uh, I mean we of I think Zombie was there and he showed his pics up of a uh, t-shirt off that was I was pretty good I oh that. that's awesome shout out to Zombie for that um, another thing is have you guys ever heard of Game Attack no 
So during during my journey on Friday solo through Guardian Con, um, I actually got a chance to check out this game show on the main stage called Game Attack. And what they do is it's two uh, hosts, and they ask like gaming related questions, and they bring people up on stage and make them play games against each other for prizes. So what's really funny is that sometimes the prizes are absolutely terrible, <laughs> and like <laughs> they had they had these like skits where they ask this guy this question, he answers correctly. He goes up on stage. He's got to play cluster truck and he's got to get like a certain number of points or whatever to win. He gets all that. I'm like, okay, great. Here's your, here's your prize. And he opens it up. And he's like, like it's a toy car. And it's like, it's broken. <laughs> and they're like, yes, but it's not the toy car. It's what the toy car represents. And he's like, tell him what he's won. And, and the other announcer is like, uh, it's that broken toy car. You, you smashed it in the back of the stage before the show. You were laughing about it. He goes, I don't remember that. Then they cut to like a video of him like throwing it down and like stomping on it and laughing. So these guys are kind of cringy, kind of funny. Uh, Game Attack I thought was interesting. I'm going to check them out. Um, but yeah, it, it was kind of fun. And they gave away a ton of good prizes. Um, life-changing prizes is what they kept saying. Um, <laughs> some guy won a full set of uh, Steel Series RGB series uh, of uh, peripherals. So you got a keyboard, mouse. Wow. I've been really upset if I was a guy that got the toy car. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And some people want some nice, uh, like, so there there was a ton of merchandise there. Um, uh, Probably the biggest one I would say was DX Racer. You know, they make the chairs. Mm -hmm. So they were giving a discount for everyone there. They also gave away one of the chairs on the show um, to that guy that won all that other stuff. So he got like so much stuff from that. Um. They also showed their gaming desk, uh, which is kind of like a low profile. They had a lot of people streaming on it. It was pretty, pretty cool. What I was most impressed with is this place called Misty Mountains, uh, oh, which yeah. you guys have heard of from like Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. They make these like, like hand, like, I don't know if I want to call it handcrafted, but this like aluminum dice that are super heavy and like super high quality with like enamel in them. And I was just so blown away. I was like, I had to, I had to pick them up. You talked oh. to the, I talked to the guy for for a little bit too. I I picked some dice up. I knew that like that was a quality product right there. Mm-hmm. Quality. Yep. In addition to that, they were uh, doing pre-orders for the Scuff Vantage PS4 controller. Um, Scuff, if you don't know, that's kind of like a like a Pro Series uh, controller. And there were some like super sick ones on on uh, on sale there. And on the podcast, you won't be able to hear it, but um, Brandon, I I linked you a picture of the. Uh, of the scuff controllers with like the they, different uh they look interesting. options yeah those are all like soft series so you can actually like like they have like kind of a spongy material on it and if you notice the uh the headset jack is on the front of it so you're not sitting like trying to fumble around or what what you can kind of see but maybe not too clearly especially on that middle picture is that they have back paddles um for being able to um select without yeah. taking your, your hands off the or your thumbs off the uh, joysticks so it was kind of cool. And I tell you what, I couldn't get to the front of that line the entire time I was there. It was packed with people just throwing money down uh, for these $200 controllers. Yeah. Yeah. It was I have sick. to say, the, the ones on my left in this picture look like Xbox controllers. Some of them do, but it's... The ones on the right, they look... But the ones, the ones on the left are very big and mm-hmm. remind me of Xbox. Yep. And then Bungie was there. Okay, uh, moving on to the next thing. <laughs> oh, no. no, no That's fine, though. Um, we talked a lot about um, Guardian Con. I would say next year, I'll be there to say that. If you, anyone wants to, obviously, visit Tampa. It'll be more 
more than happy to meet you and greet you there. Yep. So that's next super, year. super affordable con, uh, 25, 30 bucks, something like that to go. Yeah. You, you get a whole day of, of, you know, enjoyment out of that. And if you're one to just like go in and get some swag, I got a couple of destiny two lanyards, um, put them right in the garbage, but I've, you know, I was giving them, <laughs> um, Rob. Oh man. Rob. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I'm glad He's a garbage, but he handed one to me. Is my hand garbage? Is that what you mean? No. Kind of. Oh. <laughs> it was anyway, nice. I, I, I had up. a great time. And yeah, for you know, for not having gone to too many other gaming conventions before, it was it was a nice event. Um, I would have liked to see more merchants there, like more people selling stuff, but otherwise I had a great time. It was really cool. Too. The Buccaneers were there too. I uh, wasn't going to bring that up too much. That in Madden uh, RV, where you could go into the RV and sit in like this, uh, like little theater thing in the back of it, and just play Madden. Um, That's kind of cool. You could walk in anytime because there wasn't really ever a line for it. But it was cool. It was nice to see the the support. All right, Guardian. All right. Con. So now we're out of Guardian Con. We're out of there. Um, and oh, <laughs> that was a. Like... A good whopping forty minutes of talk. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. Good stuff though. It's good uh, stuff. Well, I've got more gaming news. Yeah. And th- this one I thought was important enough that we had added on because I figured we'd just talk mainly Guardian Con for this one. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, That's true. But this one's important, and yeah. I think it's near and dear to Brandon's and and my heart. Uh, Middle Earth: Shadow of War removed microtransactions from the Ooh. game. So, yeah, so that was kind of cool. Uh, they converted all my gold into a single um, gold box, which I <laughs> unlocked and got a couple of decent things out of. It wasn't too bad. Um, but the most important thing is that the new uh, the uh, stage four is no longer like way over leveled for me because every time I would play and like people would people would invade my bases. They were like five levels above me, no matter what. I don't know where they find these orcs. Yeah. It's like, like a factory of them, just five <laughs> levels higher than everything I've got. So they're actually my level now, and I hate to say it, it was a little too easy. Oh, okay. Yeah. But oh, there, yeah? There's supposed to be a grind, though. There's supposed to be a grind, and that's fine. I think they took the grind away, yeah. but well, maybe I mean, that's right, because the game's grindy as it is. The, that whole last chapter was put in the game to get money out yeah. for microtransactions. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. If if I I never I've quit the game once I got there. I wanted to experience the game as everything but that, and I think everything but that was great. And yeah. now that they've kind of took the grind out of it, this game is it's a good game. If they didn't have that grind, it might have been like game of the year type of candidate because there are some amazing WTF moments in the game, like from mm-hmm. a storyline. Like I can't, I still can't believe the end of Act Three. Like that's still like blows there's some my crazy mind. stuff goes on, dude. And Especially I did if you not like watch, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I did not watch the video for the end of Act Four or Five sure. or whatever it is now. Um, so I'm looking forward to the end of this and like finishing the game. Um, but yeah, it should have never been in the first place, and I'm I'm disappointed that they even put it in. Uh, but I'm glad they're finally you know making it right. So so um, close it listen, out though. Never pre-order games. Always oh. wait a year to play the games you buy. <laughs> But pure anthem. But so, so this one game, this this game right here, I don't have it. Should I now order this? Yes, I can. No... I can. I can confidently recommend. There this it game. is. What do you think, Brandon? Oh yeah, definitely. Recommended. There it is, guys. There it is. Recommended. I'd recommend it before, but just not do that. But 
Yeah. But now. Even better. All right. For the best. Maybe maybe this is a uh, it smells like the end of maybe this uh forced microtransaction wave that's come through this I year. I hope so. I really year. hope so. But you know, Assassin's Creed had a ton of that stuff and you know, they're coming right along with the new one, so I don't know yeah, that they're going to Assassin's Creed though. It was like all cosmetic, I felt. No, not really, because those materials, like they were sometimes oh, difficult to get, like materials. I never, that stuff. I never had problems with the materials. You had to go like raid a whole bunch of merchants or whatever to get them all, right? I just did all, like I, I don't know, I don't know. You did a lot of just main quest pushing, but I did like all the side quests and mm. you know, one hundred percent of it. And I had no problem with materials. Yeah, I started going insane. I, I just couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do it. There's it's a long, so many side quests. It's a long game. All right. So I think that's our, yeah, I think that's our gaming talk uh, news wise. I've got a couple of reviews if you guys are uh, down. Yeah, might as well. So I played a game called Fallout the Board Game, which was really so enjoyable. I had no idea I was going to have this much fun playing it. Uh, What they do is they take scenarios from Fallout 3 and 4, including DLC, like the pit, if you if you guys remember that mm-hmm. one. Oh yeah. Fallout is really fun. Recently announced. In fact, like two days ago, they announced that they are bringing out a New Vegas expansion. So for <laughs> fans of New Vegas, which is the best Fallout, um, that yep. is going to be added, you know, to the game um, as an expansion. So what you do is you you have these like tiles that you shuffle up and it randomizes the encounters and locations. Mm-hmm. And it tells you what kind of enemy is going to come out of it. So you might get a bloat fly, right? Or a, or a, a mire lurk or a, a uh, you know, yeah, or, a, <laughs> well, or a death claw. Um, oh, what man. they do is they put the really tough bosses together. So I saw this death claw one and, and we flipped it over. Cause what happens is you reveal the board and it spawns an enemy and, th- and that enemy is kind of like randomized. And we're like, Oh no. And it was like, you do this thing, which activates the enemies on the board. And it's like, activate your death claw we're like oh no because as soon as they get activated they start hunting for the closest uh uh survivor mm-hmm. so we flip it over it wasn't a death claw it was a uh a glowing one which if you guys know oh, is yeah, the worst yeah. thing you want to see is that super irradiated ghoul uh, oh, no. running around looking for you um so you can find earn and steal loot to upgrade your dude so you Fantastic. can get guns and different things armor you can also gain followers um, you know, of all different types. You can play as a super mutant. You can play as a Brotherhood of Steel. You can play as like a vault survivor. There's, there's a whole bunch of different options. Why even buy the video game? Why yeah. even? Why? Uh, you can... <laughs> so one thing that the scenario that we played, and I want to give too many spoilers if people want to play, but we, we played the uh, scenario where uh, it was basically from four, which you're either siding with the Institute or you're siding with uh, the Brotherhood. Brotherhood still, yeah. And the choices you make affect the gameplay and win conditions. Because if you end up favoring one side too much, they become too powerful and the game's over. Wow. And you can be affiliated to like either side. And even if you're affiliated with a certain side, like them winning is considered just no one wins because it's just like pure like taking yeah. over. Think of like yeah, Caesar, right? yeah. Caesar yeah. in like New Vegas, where he would just like, you know, basically destroys the uh you I'm know, sure there's yeah. a time time mechanic to that too. That's the whole point, right? Definitely. Is, yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's okay. the ticking clock that goes along cool. with it. Cool. Very so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a little bit of repetition because when you go into encampments or ruins, you draw a card to see, okay, well, what's happening in this scenario? There's only like 10 cards for each one. Um, I should add though, 
as you expand more of the story, they start sliding in cards. And there's like hundreds of cards that could get slid in there. Unfortunately, hmm. not that many got slid in. So we end up seeing a lot of the same cards over and over again where you go in, you can steal this or you cannot steal this. Um, so I'm going to knock it down a little bit for that because it got kind of repetitive. Okay. But right. overall, it was so much fun. It was really, really a good time. Um, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10, uh, mainly due to the repetition. Otherwise, it's so enjoyable. And if you've got a, uh, a gaming group, uh, you should certainly go with that. I'm curious how this would work with people who don't play Fallout. Oh, so I have a little bit of anecdote. I didn't want to get too much into it. But um, yeah, one of the folks uh, or one of the players was uh, my friend's wife. And she's never played Fallout a day in her life. So she's got no idea how this stuff goes. She found it enjoyable. But she was like, kind of like, why are you guys all freaked out when we saw them flip over the death? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Peace. So there's some meta that goes with it for like an enjoyment standpoint. Cause like, you know, if you see a death claw, it's yeah. not real, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, tread lightly. Uh, she just looked down and was like, Oh, it's just another enemy. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> you clearly haven't had one rampage through your, <laughs> through your screen and just like wreck you. Um, but yeah, uh, fantastic game. If you're into board games, it's, it may be like board game of the year type of candidate. It's, it's huh. that good. Um, okay. It's, so much fun and it's fairly reasonable. I want to say like 40 to 50 bucks. So for a board game, especially a licensed one, uh, not bad, not bad from a investment standpoint. Nice. 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 I yeah, want to hear nice. about Warframe, Brandon. Tell me about your experience in Warframe. Uh, are we going to listen to Octopath first? First. You could, but Rob's I've talked been, a lot. I've talked, <laughs> I've talked too much. I want to give him a little break and then Andrew's I want then we, then we can do that. <laughs> All right. So, I'll talk a little bit about Warframe. And in no way am I saying, that I, when I go into this, uh, precursor, I'm not saying this game's bad or that no one should play it. I'm just saying from my personal standpoint, I so far have not had a lot of fun. That's heresy. Get off of this yeah. podcast immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know a lot of people in the community are passionate about it. Uh, I've got in the clan, um, been in the Discord, and people are, people enjoy it and like it a lot. Um, but me personally, yes. I'm not a big into the grindy games anyway. Mm-hmm. And I know that's where a lot of the free-to-play games get their bread and butter is just grinding a lot. You play that WoW. That is the epitome of... Oh, wow. I mean, WoW is grindy to a sense. Like, you just level, and then there is mm-hmm. a... It's a, a different loop, type of grind. Yeah, it's a different type of grind. But Whereas I've been Warframe, doing it. Completely different. I've yeah. been doing WoW for a long time. But the biggest, my biggest problem with Warframe is that if I play a shooter, I want to... I want it to be kind of a fun shooter, and I didn't really have fun with the the combat and the shooting in this game. I'll be I have to say though, you, the movement feels weird. The movement it I, takes some time. It does. It used to. Um, I read about the movement, so I got the whole the whole uh, the Dash control line. control space thing that you do, and you fly mm-hmm. around. That's fun. That's really cool. Uh, like you right click and you do like a matrix slide. That's really oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. the 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 mechanics and movement is really fun and cool but other like i don't like the shooting i don't like the melee um i don't like i'll put it this perspective i said this before the show too it's like you have their your set weapons you have your set frame now i'll just put this perspective every frame plays differently they all have their different abilities they all have a different strengths um mods you adding onto your frame also changes a little bit of the gameplay and adds to your power 
Uh, the next thing is your weapons, and you would level them up, um, and the type of weapon you get. That changes your gameplay completely. When I start first started, I was just hooked onto the actual uh, movement, and then when I started leveling stuff up, I started okay, I could I could get into this. But when I got my new weapon and when I got a new gun, everything changed because you get more and more powerful, and you started really getting into uh, missions that are waves of enemies that are coming at you. It's sort of like Diablo, honestly. And if you can, like, as a ninja, just slash everything and kill 10 enemies, it feels so satisfying. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you experienced that yet. No, I did, I did a couple. I did the little main, what I, I figure is the main thing. And then now I'm at a point where it's like, I have to go do so many checkmates to open up the next thing. And I don't really like being gated like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, yeah. It's Fair honest. It's you honest. gave it a Fair shot. Right. I, think yeah, I might keep playing it a little bit, see if it might get better. It is free to play, so I'm not going to knock it. It's a free game. I didn't spend anything on it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, like for instance, like I'd say, at some point, you get to go fly in space. You can be, you can be your own space combat. You know, mech. That just to me is just like they're just adding more stuff in the game. There's bosses in the game. There's a like a single player boss that you get. You have to fight to get stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it, I don't, it's just really interesting uh, layout of a. Of a it game. just feels like there's a. It could be fun if you had the time to pour a lot of hours into it. Mm, which just. I'm very limited on the gaming hours I have. Right. And games are like, oh yeah, this game's really fun after the first 150 hours. <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> no, I I totally agree. Yeah, You'd put 150 into a Fallout though. I know you would. I I do. I have actually. I have. <laughs> Little a little over 150 in Fallout 4, so yeah, sure. <laughs> it's good to hear an honest review, especially from a new player. Um, maybe even Warframe themselves can 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 heed something from new new players trying to get into it for such a large uh, grindy game. I don't know if they've ever changed. I know the game's what came out 2013, 14, something like that. Yeah, it's I don't been know. If, out I don't for know if they. I don't know if they've ever changed their intro into the game. Uh, they it, did. It does. It deals. It, sort of it does kind of feel dated. Mm. The, the visual some of the visuals don't look great besides like you look great no. your ship looks great but the enemies look blah yeah some of them are not yeah it's it's i played through the like the main tutorial and everything a couple yeah. of years ago and i played it through recently and it's the same so yeah it's not the same it's not uh, uh you sure i'm they pretty sure on your leg no, yeah, but, but, yeah but like it it the graphics are much better. The oh no, but I mean just the gameplay. Oh, the, the story. Okay, I see. Like it felt the same. Like I expect. I mean, it's look. I, I'll be honest with you, and I don't want to go too much into it because I've played so limited of it. But I feel like it's you get what you pay for in some ways. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, they they keep keep up with it, and you know, I think if you really want to have some fun, you know, you'd probably have to put a couple bucks in there to like really like trick out your character and make it look cool. Um, Which I did. I think that's fair to ask. You know, I, I did that. And also, I would say the last thing, very last thing, is it's much better with a clan and people that help you along the way because this is a social game. It's just like Destiny. Do we know you, any? It's just clan? like Destiny. Yeah, we is have there a even a clan, clan that we could talk to. Absolutely. <laughs> In the Discord, Pixel Pub Clan, PC, PS4. Let's go. Yeah. So that, that's what I'm saying. So it's it's much better experience with people. We love you, Warframe Clan. Love we Pixel do. Pub. We absolutely do. Yeah, no so, hate you guys. Now now that, you know, this is let Rob talk some more. 
Uh, I don't want to just do a, a so. Octopath you, can say, you can say you can say it for next week if this, you want. But... This game snuck up on me. There you go. It snuck up on me. Co was playing it, and it looked too good for me to just ignore it because I'm like, <laughs> man, that game looks amazing. That looks like old school Final Fantasy. Well, it turns out it is. It is. That's exactly what it is. It's old school mm-hmm. Final Fantasy, but presented in like a new way. It's called what they call 2D HD. So it's very shiny 2D. It's very <laughs> shiny. They've got this whole like like depth of field type of thing where there's like fog effects and like you know some lens flares and stuff going off and it's just like things are shining off of stuff in the background like way way in the distance but it feels like an old school final fantasy game so you know for me that was you know what i grew up with and i'm you know that music is straight out of final fantasy so i was i was so impressed with what i saw that i ended up buying it like on the spot and just like started, started playing um, the way that it works is you play as one of eight different adventures and they have intertwining stories. It doesn't matter who you start with. You can play as all eight in a single playthrough. So eventually you can meet up and, and form a group with this other person or this other uh, adventure. And then you, uh, can share their story. And then you have a party like you always do three or four people in a, in a party and, um, and you 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 can build it based upon that. So I started off as a thief, uh, Therian, and it was it was pretty cool. I got a chance to you know um, go along with some of the storyline. I had some combat. Uh, this is just for like early impressions, so I don't have like a lot of hours into it to really give like a full on review. Um, but I I really dug the mechanics of it. I could see how it could get a little grindy, uh, but one of the coolest features I'll tell you is that. It's not just you line up your guys on one side and you fight the enemies on the other. The enemies on the other side have what they uh, what's called guards. They got shields on them, and they take damage reduction based upon these shields. So you have to figure out which of your abilities can actually knock down their shields so that you can do full damage to them and kill them. So like some of them might be susceptible to fire. So you hit them with fire, it'll do this like big dramatic like shield break, and like they'll lose one of their shields from there. So you might stack that up. Some are like, you know, you attack them with an axe or some you attack with daggers or it's just like different things that they're vulnerable to. And you have to figure out, okay, what's this enemy vulnerable to? Otherwise you really can't kill them. Hmm. So um, that's a neat mechanic. It, that way you're not just going in every fight, just mashing A until you win. Uh, there, there is some thought process that goes along with it. Um, apparently I'm not the only person that was impressed by the game. Uh, Amazon is currently on back order for over two months. I did hear that. physical copy of the game. You cannot buy this game anywhere. Um, Nintendo admitted they messed up. They have not nearly enough physical copies for the people that want them. Let's be honest. When has Nintendo ever put out enough physical (laughs) copies for any game? (laughs) Sure. But this one, um, I, I think this one has a lot of the nostalgia going for it. So if you're an old school Final Fantasy fan, or even like Chrono Trigger or something like that. This is a game that kind of follows in that similar classic RPG. Yeah, classic RPGs. Uh, I think you have a lot of fun with. It almost reminded me of Tactics and at least the art style of it. So the art style, kind of, yeah, I'll give that to you. It, it looks like old school, you know. Um, the fact that it's 3D kind of changes it. Like it, it doesn't feel quite as flat as um, you know some of what you'd see in like Final Fantasy VI or or even or four or five. Um, right. It's it's unique. I've never really seen any other game quite like it uh, because it goes like forced retro 
but with like really impressive graphical tricks that it uses. Maybe this will be a kick in Nintendo's butt to put out another Paper Mario, which I'm waiting for. (laughs) Like a good one, though. Like a good one. Good one. Yeah, like all these sticker star and yeah, those are jam. Paper I'm with you. I'm with bad. you, Brandon. I'm with you. Or the Super Mario RPG. Bring it old school. Yeah, like, even bring that. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like looking forward to an actual review. Then I guess maybe next week or maybe two weeks from now, something like that. Yeah, I'm probably gonna. I, I might not go too much further into it. I, I think just kind of throwing it out there that hey, I'm having fun with it. Having and, fun with um, it. Yeah. 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 And we go from there. Uh, how about That's some fun. actual reviews for people that have time to play games? Yeah. So meta, we take. <laughs> we take. I would say weekly. This has been two weeks now. Um, of some game scores uh, that have been released for games that have been released maybe two weeks ago or something like that. We this 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 week, Sonic Mania Plus has been released, and that's for PS4, Xbox One, Switch. That includes Sonic One, Two, Three, Sonic Knuckles, and Sonic the Hedgehog CD, all in one bundle. Nice. Uh, that got a on Metacritic, uh, eighty-seven. I can Ooh. see that because really that's all the Sonics you really ever could need, other than maybe Sonic Adventure, which is on the Dreamcast, and Sonic Adventure Two. But these, the are the old, these are the old school ones right here. Um, so eighty-seven, uh, that's that's a really high score, really high score. Mm-hmm. And user user score eight eight point four, so it's about the same, about the same. Cool. Um, next thing is on the list. We have Vermintide Two on the Xbox. So Vermintide was released on pc maybe like two three months ago i would say maybe, maybe more than that but on the xbox one got 78 and i've been hearing just really good things it's basically like the left left for dead um for I mean, like medieval, medieval stuff for dead, yeah yeah, yeah. And the so if universe. if you're interested in a uh, medieval left for dead um yeah. if you have game pass maybe you didn't cancel your subscription after sea of thieves um it's free under that so there's another game that you could look into. I had a lot of fun with Vermintide. Uh, it's like a quick hit type of game. You can go in, play it for like 15, 20 minutes, and and be done with the with the section. So it, it's a cool game, a lot of fun. And of course, your Octopath Traveler. What do you think that got? I think uh, I mean I for think it got an eight point seven. Eight point seven. It's probably eighty eight. Something that's like that. Really? Yeah, you're right. 84 for Metacritic. Uh, yeah, no, that's, I looked that's, it up that's before of, I bought it. That's, like, out of 43, really that's out of 43 critic scores. So that's pretty high, actually, on Metacritic. There's a lot of critics that rated it, so 84. User mm-hmm. score, 8.2. 409 ratings. So that's that's a lot of ratings there, too. Yeah. So put put it in perspective that it is a great game. Eight, eight is like a great game. Mm-hmm. Great game. Oh, it's uh, definitely a great game. I, I can't go... I. I, I want to give it more love, but I'm I'm like oh, it's too early for me to just like totally sell out for it. Then you got your uh, your throwback uh, from the Wii U, uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker on the Switch. I do, I do want to check Switch. this out. Oh, it's so it. good! I had I, it on the Wii U. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I bought it on the Wii U. I played it with my daughter. They, she loved it. She loves Toad now, and uh, it is a great game. It's a great puzzle game. I think they did add some new things to the Switch version as well. The so. Wii U version you could use Amiibo with to unlock more things. So you mm-hmm. could actually like, if you found like certain icons, you could go and unlock it, and you get like, like extra stuff that you can unlock on your Wii U. I don't know how they're doing it on Switch, but there was Switch that. Uh, what was it called? Mario Retro or something like that. And you can go play like Mario, like jump around like Zelda <laughs> levels. <laughs> it was it was nutty. Um, huh. But you could unlock it with uh, Treasure Toad. It did a whole bunch of uh, kind of augmented reality type of gaming where it's like, oh, yeah, you, you play this game and you unlock this, and all of a sudden, yep, another game to play. 
that's totally out there. That's huh. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I good. I recommend it for Switch people that didn't that didn't have the Wii U. I didn't have Treasure, Treasure Toad or sorry, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Um, can we pick it up? It's 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 pretty great. Uh, and it, the score is an eighty-one for a Metacritic. Nice. That's uh, forty-eight critics. Uh, and then the user score eight point two. There you go. Cool. So that's for the, that's for this week of that's game. The... Man, we are uh, we're we're pretty far out there, so. We're going to uh, talk about some movie stuff real fast and probably skip 30 questions to start at this point. 30, 30 questions. questions. That's crazy. Or 20 Jeez. questions, yeah. That's yeah. insanity. <laughs> anyway, uh, really the only news that was worthwhile this week is that uh, Billy Dee Williams is returning as Lando in Star Wars Episode Nine for Disney to kill him. Presumably, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what? That That wasn't in the notes. No, he's coming back. No, but uh, yeah. yeah, he's coming back. He's gonna be in episode nine. Um, they have a track record of killing off the old people that show up on the unless unless you can fly through space uh, with the force and yeah, it sounds like do. something he would do, right? With his cape. Uh, so what else? What else? What else? Well, yeah, I mean, anyway, renewed interest in Lando <laughs> after the solo movie. So yeah, you know, it's. I mean, I personally know, would love to see him in some of the other ones, but. Like if they did like in the future and just had like a little bit of like a thing with like uh, Harrison Ford and, and yeah. Billy Dee Williams, that would have been kind of cool. Like way in the future, like they meet up again. Like that would have been a cool stinger, but yeah. Hey, but now, what are you going to do? But I'm going to bring him back to kill him again. Yeah. So there enough. was a question from Shadden's Honkers, if he's still in chat, about the Nathan Fillion, Nathan Drake. Uh, was it? Oh, yeah. Fan film. film fan, I haven't got to watch it yet. It's, it's in the same. Uh, same realm of the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool thing that came out before the actual Deadpool movie came out. Mm-hmm. So basically, I I watched a, a like a teaser trailer trailer or something, but basically Nathan Fillion inside a chair just smack talking some some thugs, and it's like, eh, I thought it was alright. Is that why he couldn't be Cade Six anymore? He's not Cade Six anymore. That's I forgot to bring that up earlier. Definitely not Cade Six. So it's, I think it's confirmed. And they killed him for it. That's what loyalty gets you. He might be back. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, yeah. I like to hear about this Ant-Man and Wasp, though. Yeah, let's talk about the actual big good thing that yes. came out two weeks uh, ago. The thing that brought me joy. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I, Rob's got a lot of notes on it, so I might let him take over. But All right. I'm going to try to go fast, yeah. but clear. So I will start off with like the premise. So... It picks up two years after the events of Captain America Civil War, but before Infinity War. Very important to keep this in mind if you go watch it two weeks after it came out. We see that Scott Ant-Man, played by Paul Rudd, has been on house arrest uh, since the events of Civil War and has to report in with FBI agent Jimmy Wu, played by Randall Park. Wu is Scott's house arrest uh, officer and somehow in charge of also locating Hope and Hank uh, Van Dyne uh, or Hank Pym. Uh, also known as Wasp and the original Ant-Man. Scott shares custody of his daughter with his ex-wife and her new husband and several touching scenes where they routinely share group hugs. It seems like that's the only thing these people get together for. (laughs) Hank Pym, played by Michael Douglas, believes his wife, uh, Janet Van Dyne, uh, played by Michelle uh, Pfeiffer, could still be trapped in the quantum zone. And while Scott was in there at the end of the first Ant-Man film, she imbued Scott with the means to communicate. Uh, Scott and Hope Van Dyne uh, also known as a wasp, played by Evangeline Lilly, are reunited so that the communication can be observed by Hank and Hope. 
uh, but plans to get needed tech from evil businessman slash restaurateur Sonny Birch, played by Walton Goggins, is thwarted by newcomer Ghost, a.k.a. Ava, played by uh, Hannah uh, John Kamen. She's a phasing mar- uh, martial artist who also seeks the quantum tech for her own needs. Hmm. Um, Hank uh, seeks the aid of former S.H.I.E.L.D. colleague, uh, Dr. Bill Foster, uh, played by Lawrence Fishburne. It was revealed he is also the original Goliath. Um, Goliath was a giant growing man uh, as part of the S.H.I.E.L.D. initiative and an old school Avenger. Um, so he helps uh, Hank and provides some in- info on how to trace the quantum phasing villain, uh, Ghost, while providing cover from the FBI who are responding to reported sighting of Hank and Hope. Uh, returning are the trio of ex-cons who help Scott infiltrate uh, cross technology in the first Ant-Man. Um, Kurt, played by David Dasmalchian. Uh, Lewis, played by uh, Michael, uh, Luis, played by Michael Pena. And Dave, also known as T.I. Tip, in a showdown with Sonny Birch. So that was great to see them come back because that might yeah. have made the movie. That's one of my favorite parts of the first one. Yep. Uh, the mid-credit scenes are probably the most WTF of all the mid-credit scenes I've ever seen in a, at the end of a Marvel movie. Was it, though? Uh, you know what? I totally... So we'll do spoilers in a little bit, but we're going to give like a lot of like warning ahead of time. We'll heads up. Although, since it's been two weeks, maybe it's not quite as breaking news as when I first typed this up. Yeah. So what would you think of it, Brandon? You saw it, too. Yeah, I watched it, too. Um, I loved it. Um, I I liked. I was a big fan of the first one when the first one came out Mm -hmm. because of how different it is. It's not your typical superhero, like a family friendly superhero movie. And I think you got to go in knowing that, like, this is not your Dark Knight. You know, it's not even Avengers. This this is not really really light. You know, it is kind of poppy. And it's and it's. I don't know. They always have this heist or. the high, uh, it's a heist. They always feel like a heist theme. They mm-hmm. have to go, you know, they go pull off big heist. And that's really cool, different for a superhero movie. Yeah. You know, and they're they're kind of the, maybe they're on the gray side of the good and bad guy scale sometimes. Sure. They are on the bad side of the Civil War, the Sokovia Accords. Yeah. Um, Hank Van Dyne and Hope, uh, or Hope, Hope Van Dyne and Hank Pym are being uh, chased by. I mean, they are criminals in this movie. So. They are criminals. So they're being chased. And Paul Rudd. And there's ex cons. And yeah. he, that's why he has the uh, house arrest. And the uh, yeah. funny scenes with him with an ankle bracelet. Those are great. Yeah. Those are great. But yeah, um, I think my biggest wish is that we get a whole MCU recap uh, by Luis because uh, that ha- those had to be my, some of my favorite parts of the Ant-Man movies. So if, if for those that maybe haven't seen the second one, um, in the first movie, Luis talks about how he came across this information to break into uh, Hank Pym's house to steal the, uh, to break into the safe. And it's kind of a comical thing where people are talking he does to each other, voice but he's does, doing his yeah. voice over. And it's like, yeah, man, it's really quick, really we fast. went in and we <laughs> talked to them. And they said, what's up? <laughs> so there's there's like a whole bunch of that going on. And my probably the one of my favorite ones is I walked into my prison cell and this guy named Sky goes, hey, yo, what's up? We're both in prison together, but we got the best friends. Yo. Yeah, those, <laughs> it so yeah. funny. It's, they're funny. Yeah, um, it was a good time. It was great. It was great seeing them back again. Yeah, overall, uh, eight out of ten for me. Eight out of ten. I I t- I wanted to give it a little bit more, but I just feel like it's not serious enough. And maybe on repeat viewings, I might be like, ah, oh, why are they? They're going so kiddy with it. Uh, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, I I could have even gone a little bit higher, but I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. I think it's 
better than the original, mainly because there's more. Th- there's just more to it. Mm-hmm. Like I him running with the sweater through the uh, the <laughs> elementary school is one of the funniest <laughs> visuals I've ever seen. And I absolutely love Walton uh, Goggins as an actor. I love him in uh, you know in the Hateful Eight, uh, where he was uh, you know a, a, kind of a bad guy in there. And he's also in Vice Principals on HBO, where he's a evil vice principal. Um, also really funny <laughs> there. And I, there's this whole thing with Truth Serum that like that's, absolutely cracks that's me great. up. Yeah. And his like admission at the end of the movie that like oh, I was committed health violations. <laughs> They would shock you. Like the way he delivers that line, just absolutely, uh, you know, it, it, I just fell in love with him all over again. He's, it's, he's so funny and he's such a good character actor. I love seeing him in stuff. Right. If you can't tell, this is a great movie. It's really fun. Yeah, super fun. Um, really light. I mean, this is even lighter than Thor Ragnarok. So, you yeah. know, get ready for not a lot of high stakes, n- not really anything like too mature in content but you could watch this with the entire family and everyone would have a great time i think oh yeah definitely it's a good movie good cool. movie yeah do you want to do the whole uh spoilery thing right now yeah so if you um so are we doing anything else after this just their goodbyes and stuff uh just just bye yeah okay basically. i feel like i might have time for 20 questions but anyway uh, we're um, at hour hour 15 almost hour 15 okay i think we're all right so right now um if you are adverse to being spoiled um stop now or skip right. forward two minutes let's just say two minutes right two minutes. yeah it's just that's gonna be good. really yeah. quick really fast yeah. and yeah. andrew you're gonna get spoiled on this too because that's you didn't all good. Go see it in the theaters well i can just do um, this so skip two minutes now yeah okay so in the mid-credit sequence of ant-man because you know they always have their stingers and stuff at the at the end of the movies um they showed Ant-Man going into the quantum zone to fetch quantum magic or powers or something uh, to help out ghosts. They end up befriending ghosts and kind of helping her at the end. While he's in there, he loses communication with the wasp, the original Ant-Man and uh, the original Ant-Man's wife, um, you know, hope the squad. He loses loses contact with all them. And you start wondering, well, why is he not able to reach back? And they pan back. And they're all evaporated in the dust. Oh, like but, in, was uh, anybody truly wondering though? I mean, I I went to this movie and I'm like, I know this movie is before Infinity War, but in the credit sequence, they're gonna snap somebody, and it's going because he's in the next one, yeah. and this is this is gonna be how he goes into the next one. They didn't sure feel how... so good, huh? Oh. It they was, did not. So yeah. I think I, just the way it was presented, the timing of it really it got was great. me because I was like. Oh my god! Like I wasn't ready for it because I just been having so much fun yeah. laughing and having a good time. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's like su- snap, they're gone. It's like I was surprised oh, it was yeah. three out of four. I was really surprised it was three out of the four. Yeah. Like, well, I was like, ah, oh, two. So another thing. So we gotta wrap it up quick. One thing that's unique about this is that Ant Man is the only person not in the original Avengers to not disappear. When Thanos yeah. snapped his fingers. Everyone except for the original Avengers died. So, you know, Spider-Man, uh, Black Panther, all of them. Uh-huh. Ant-Man's the only one that didn't. So that's, no. that's unique in that way. No. no. Everyone else, everyone else, everyone else that wasn't an original Avenger in terms of like Marvel superhero uh, went into dust. Iron Man? He was an original Avenger. No. He wasn't? People who, 
who people who are not an original got dusted. Oh, not an original. I understand yeah. now. I got you. Sorry. I'm trying to go fast. He did, like, he, yeah, he did kind of word it weird. But. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay, so <laughs> anyone coming back, we did not spoil anything too bad. No, it's not too bad. No. And but actually, yeah. we're just over two minutes, so. Yeah. Do you cool. you guys want to do 20? I mean, we're at an hour 15. It'd be really fast. Give us an easy one. An easy one? Who is it? You. Is it your turn? That's I my think turn. it's his. Yeah. Turn. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's just. Let's just uh, so so the rules are, you know, if we get close enough, just wrap it yeah. up. You know. I'll give it to you. All right. Are you? Yeah, you're, you're clearing this stuff out, right? <laughs> like you're gonna cut this from the podcast. I hope. <laughs> cut what? Oh, what? <laughs> you gotta do some editing on the podcast. Why? To cut out all this BS of us talking towards the end. No. It's, oh no, it's, it's fine. fine. It's, so it's what we do. Peek behind the scenes. That's what we do. Sure. We're so unprofessional, y'all. We are. Right, let's We're do it. So it's professional. Fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> look at this. Right, look at this layout. It's After awesome. the year two thousand. Uh, yes. Before the year two thousand five. I'm even cut it even closer. No. Okay, Ooh. so it's after. So after two thousand five. Or two thousand five or, or or after. Yeah, I was thinking uh, after twenty ten? Yes. Okay. So we're new we're newer. We're newer. Xbox Xbox uh three sixty era, I think, right? I'm thinking uh three sixty yeah. I mean anything, yeah, PS, right? PS3. Anything new. Yeah. Switch potentially. What? Um, I mean, two thousand ten? After two thousand ten. Oh, is it after? Okay. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> You're good at this game. I'm good. Great. Okay. Um, gonna, <laughs> after twenty fifteen. No. Okay. So we got a five year gap in here. Um, I think the, really the main story might be the 2013 because that's your PS4, Xbox uh, yeah. One crossover. So let's say after 2013. No. Okay. So before, wow, we got it like within like a two year gap here, 2010 right. through 2012. I know I'm using meta here. Brandon likes RPGs. Is an RPG? No. What? Is it a platform exclusive? No. Okay. Multi-platform, PS4 era, Xbox. Oh, is this, is oh, yeah, it's a platform. Xbox 360, PC. Um, I guess Wii U in there, possibly. Uh, is this a shooter? This is not a shooter. Mm. Sorry about this. Yeah, you're ruining everything. I'm ruining, ruining. You're it. Terrible <laughs> at this. Well, you, 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 you can do it. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. is this a Okay, so I'm feeling like he might be going more towards like, is this on a? Uh, so it's not a platform exclusive. Ooh, is this published by Ubisoft? It is not. Is this published by EA. Activision? <laughs> oh. It is not. Man. Well, which I'm not sure which genre is man. I don't know. No, which which question did you use? Uh, to Rob's. To Rob's. Oh, okay. I did you want to ask yours? Don't don't count the other one. Well, I, I'm just looking at the biggest, you know, the bigger publishers, right? So, well, we could, it could be a lot. Of, I mean, if it's RPG, it's, it's not multi platform. It's on something large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like genre wise, or even like even we can go to gameplay. Can you can you create your character? No. So it's a main character storyline based sort of thing. Uh, does it have a sports game? Could be does it have a multiplayer in it? No. Does so it's a single player experience? Single, single player. player. Uh, is it published by EA? 
About who? EA. No. Ooh, okay. Multi-platform. If it, um, okay, at that point, is it considered an indie title? Or is that a question? Yeah, is this considered an indie title? Uh, no, I would not consider this indie. So mm. it's like not, it's not published by the like huge names, but it might not... be. It might be. We just didn't get the right one. So it wasn't well, Ubisoft. Said, it wasn't Activision. Was it wasn't EA? You said EA. Too. Wasn't EA? Yeah. Yeah. So at this oh. point, you're talking like you know, maybe Nintendo. Square, Squeenix. Yeah, you're at fourteen, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, right. Single player experience. Single player. Can't single build your character. No multiplayer. Not an RPG. Not a shooter. Is it published by Square Enix? No. No, because that would be an RPG, man. Not necessarily. <laughs> no, like, I mean, they all they make these so RPGs. Many games. I, so I mean, many. they got Tomb Raider and stuff like that. They're not all. That's, oh, that's like a we RPG. Didn't even say, like... Oh, Beth- Beth- Bethesda's not EA, is it? No. No, 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 no. Okay. So is it published by Bethesda? No. Damn. Dang it. <laughs> man. It's not a shooter uh, either. I'll tell you okay, what, we're so not going to get it. We're not going to get gonna this. We're fast about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You are doing really good. No, we're not. <laughs> we got like answered no. Like, yeah, we're, we have no questions. idea. Yeah, there's not a lot left. Is does your character wield? Does your does your character wield a weapon? Weapon wield a weapon. Uh, <gasps> not in a traditional sense. Not in a traditional sense, Rob. What he holds mean? it with his butt. Okay, I understand now. Yes. <laughs> Not in a traditional <laughs> sense, a weapon. Not in a traditional sense, a weapon. Oh, that could yeah. be like bayonetta or something. Oh no, okay. they all have weapons. It's all weapons. Yeah. Mm. All right, so multi-platform. Um, we don't know what type of game it is. We just know what who it's not put out by. Um, we know it's not an RPG, not a shooter. It's not a shooter, not it's, an RPG. You can't build your character. It's a single-player experience. Single-player um, experience. It's in the so, it's in the realm of PS4 era. Yeah, is a platformer? PS3. It is not a platformer. Okay. Give us a hint. No. Hint? You don't know. No hints. You guys are close. I mean, you guys are almost close. Close, that is... That's... Oh, close to losing. Close to losing. <laughs> I yeah. See. I see. Yeah. Um. All right. So it's not a platformer. Is it a sports game? It is not a sports game. It's, not a, it's a single player experience. Why would we do a sports game? <laughs> well, there's would tons be... of sports games. The single player experiences. Yes. Racing Name one. Stuff? Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess so. he's got you on that one. Racing games. Yeah, got you good. Fine. <laughs> you consider that a sport. It's fine. I understand. Curling okay. the game. Could it could be lacrosse? Is, is this our eighteen? 20, is this twenty? Is this our guess or no? Is it, we have one more. We have one more. You guys have one more. Yeah. Okay. This has right. to be the guess. We have to blow. Oh, we have what? So this is the guess. Just guess it. Right now is the guess. Oh, I mean, you can more. ask. I guess I'll let you ask one more. Oh, he's so nice. Um, yeah, he's a nice guy. Okay, okay, okay. Is this game a racer? No, it's not a racer. Why did I'll you give ask you that? One. That's a sports That's game. A stupid, that was a stupidest question. Ask something else. <laughs> Is this game not a racer game? What are you... <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Does it have Octo uh... in it? Does not. I'm just curious to see multi-platform because you'd be talking about like cell phones or something. I'm gonna be so mad. Be All right, so this is, is Batman Arkham City. Okay, that's a great game. Love yeah. it. Yep. Wasn't that put it out was, by? It was published by Warner Brothers. Oh yes. 
Yep. Warriors right. It was on, it was on the 360, PlayStation 3, and the Wii U on release. You know what? I love that game. Um, but I feel like that would have had a... I no, we're, we're bad. A shooter. We're just bad. We're just terrible. It's an it's an action-adventure. It's an action-adventure single-player action experience. <laughs> you know what? Brandon, you have put the pressure on us. I'm going to remember this next week when it's my turn. I'll be like, all right, you guys got five minutes. Go. <laughs> 20 questions right, go let's let's, let's oh, close man. this bad boy out we yeah, have close it out. We're at, yeah. so pixel club pixel Pub gaming uh this is all part of our community this is pixel Pub. uh we talked in our podcast you can find all the information on our website pixelpubgaming.com that's pixelpubgaming.com a lot of new stuff on there uh you know some highlights are of course the destiny 2 clans still growing still going strong the warframe clan we mentioned before we have two PC and PS4 going strong, growing every single day, and that that community is is on fire. I can tell you, if you join this community, you will feel at home. Uh, same with the Bad Mom Jamas. Uh, they they're getting into the Discord. They're doing some some community raids already, and I can I have to say like, that was we're, interesting. We're looking we're looking at, in my opinion, like a, a really fantastic. Um, wow community so if you're oh, yeah. playing wow you're getting ready for bfa you need to join this community all the information even though is communities right on the... are currently down on Battle. well communities but, but we have a community we have a communities is down. Yeah. it might be up later i know i also have to plug uh is which is simply amazing is um our micros basically our our game servers that we host arc uh, and then we also have Starbound. We have Minecraft. We have Gary's Mod now. I mean, mm. just just have to say, like these 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 games really uh, exemplify like we're trying to bring the community together and do some really cool stuff with uh, with those with those sm- smaller games and those servers. Yep. So yeah, all the information on the on the website. Join the Discord. Oh, Discord invites. Don't forget about shirts. Yeah, yeah we have an amazing community, <laughs> we, guys. We could. For sure. Yeah, an amazing community. Um, you know, so proud to be a part of it. Um, uh, one one thing of note: uh, we're now on a Google Podcast. Uh, that is that is kind of new. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for a podcast streamer, you're not happy with the one you got, uh, check out Google. Uh, leave us a review. You know, anything helps to uh, help spread the word. You know, tell your friends about us. Talk about it in the community. And, and talk back to us. Um, yeah. You know, we've got a we've got a, a channel. Um, so on uh, Pixel, I'm, I'm take I'm turning, currently taking game suggestions. And I'm gonna probably every week, and if if I get enough suggestions, try a game out every week from the community and see how that goes. Sounds Barbie good. Racehorse Adventure. Please do. Yeah, that'd be for me. And, <laughs> and the last thing, beat it. you got hundred percent it. <laughs> oh, no. Last thing is we're we're almost to 10k. Uh, members in discord let's that's put that out there that's pretty it's really amazing for for our community and that's it for us man i, I say that's yeah. a lot it's a lot this that's week it. so yeah we'll see you guys later bye see ya. <laughs>